What's up, party people? Welcome to another episode of Brothers of the Rewatch. I am Frank Escamilla. I'm Michael Centeno. And we are your hosts. We are your captains here aboard the Millennium Falcon for this episode. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm, I'm well. I'm feeling good. Had a little bit of coffee, maybe a little bit too caffeinated. Yeah. But we're going to make it work. Yeah. For today's film, we're talking about the epic uh, classic uh, Willow. I mean, like growing up for you, like what were some of the, a lot of great themes, right? Really cool story. Um, did this like, um, looking back on it, do you feel like it had an impact on, on your, on you as who you are, maybe consciously or subconsciously, um, just coming back to it on the rewatch? Yeah, I think definitely it did. I think all the movies that I've watched had some impact on me, but this one definitely like, <clears throat> you know, it talked about doing the right thing. Right. You know, even when it's not easy, yeah. you know, it, it talked about how people can change, uh, yeah. you know, and, and that other people's opinions of people or the past doesn't necessarily dictate who you can be in yeah. the world in the future, right? With yeah. like Mad Mardigan. And it, it, you know, it talked about, you know, trusting the things that you know right um yeah. about yourself like you know like even when you're afraid like I, I love that scene when willow questions or when he you know he's, he's uh trying to figure out how to get the baby and have more catches him and he's stuck there right and real quickly you know he, he just has to trust in what he knows he's a magician he's a farmer you know he knows how to do these things on the rewatch i'm like yeah you know like don't worry about you know you can't worry about what hasn't happened yet you know, you can only trust in, you know, yourself and in your present, you know, and what you know and trust that you know it, you know, yeah. I like that. I dig that. So it was a lot. There was a few lessons that definitely came up um, originally and on the rewatch with this movie. We're like before he was going on, like the 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 elder in the community was just giving him the he's like, what was your gut? What did your gut tell you to pick? Yeah. And he was like, ah, it's strange, you know, I said, well, what was it? He's like, I was thinking this should be, it was my finger. He said, that's it. He said, you just got to believe in yourself, right? Uh, and, and being, again, like, he doubts himself. He feels like people are going to blame him for stuff, right? Like, he doesn't want to be outcasted. So just, like, coming into your own and, and your confidence, like you said, right? And, like, believing in your own truths and abilities and just, and just like... So it's uh, 1988, uh, directed by Ron Howard. Um, story by George Lucas. Uh, which is really interesting, right? Because uh, this was after Star Wars um, success uh, and the screenplay by Bob Dolman. Bob Dolman's cool, man. I think he did he did uh, Far and Away yeah. also, right? Yeah, he did I, Far I, and Away. I like that movie. Yeah. And, and you know, when um, I don't think I, I had, I think I had forgotten that it was Ron Howard directed it. So then when I was watching it, I was like, oh, yeah. But then you get into it, you're like, okay, um, just going back to what you said, like, it's just a good wholesome even though like there's a lot of like other stuff it's just like a wholesome um good-hearted family movie you know a lot of heart a lot of heart for sure you know definitely i think a lot of that has to do with with um with warwick um what's what's his full name yeah um uh oh my god uh, have a, Warwick Davis. Davis, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of that has to do with with his portrayal of it. Um, I think that was that was great casting. Uh, 
I didn't know he was. And when I saw it, I didn't know that he was wicked. Yeah, dude. I was about to say. I didn't. I didn't until until doing this and looking him up. I was like, this dude is like uh, iconic, you know, in so many ways. And I was like, what else has he done? I feel like he's been in so much. And then I was looking, and then I went down that rabbit hole. I was like, what? So he was wicked as a child, right? And that's where George Lucas um, um, uh, met him for the first time, right? Connected with them, and then so. He, yeah, I think he was 11 at the time yeah. when, when, when he met on Jedi, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, apparently, you know, George Lucas had this story before Star Wars, um, but felt that, you know, we didn't have, like, we weren't there in terms of, like, technology uh, to pull it off. So it ended up happening after Star Wars, um, and so they brought him back for that, for that. And then I didn't know he was a leprechaun. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a leprechaun. Yeah, bro. I follow. I, I mean, I, I didn't know immediately that he was wicked, but, you know, as I got a little older, maybe into my my uh, my later teens. Yeah. Then I, I, you know, with the mag, with the mag, with the Star Wars magazines, I ended up learning that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, it's hard. I don't know how you didn't know that. <laughs> he was yeah. a leprechaun. I mean, I guess you don't watch horror movies too yeah, much. Yeah, well, that's the thing, too. Like, I don't know if I ever really watched that movie. So, but but his, like, oh. his his voice is very unique. You know, his face is, I mean, even with all that makeup, you know, it, it was like they made uh, Warwick Davis a leprechaun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, totally. Yeah. And that's a scary looking leprechaun, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the reason. I think it was, it was, it. It was culturally accurate leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> the, we'll just go right into it, right? So, you know, it opens up with um some some texts where we learn uh of a prophecy that a child that bears a mark will bring down the do- will, will bring about the downfall of queen uh Bavmorda. so the queen imprisons all pregnant women in search of the child and once the child is born uh the mother convinces the midwife to take the baby away from the castle they're not gonna they don't say that they're gonna kill the child but they need to perform um a spell uh to basically you know they're gonna kill the child they're gonna kill the child but it's not gonna be like they're just gonna kill it right away they no, have it's to, a sacrifice yeah yeah it's yeah, like yeah. A, they have a, to they have to not only kill the child but they have to like kill the spirit of the child right so that that it can't i guess reincarnate or come back in another form to get her down the line or whatever right so you got some time so <laughs> the, she convinces the midwife to take the child she then, you know, she she flees with the child. I think they were trying. I I think she was trying to send her into another realm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, like, and so she could, so she could never. Yeah, she could never. Never uh, be a threat in the challenger. Future. Yeah, yeah, and so um, so she she takes the child, and then um, you know, they do a little quick little montage of her running away, and then she she eventually we get introduced to. To these uh, creatures, these wolf dog hounds, uh, rat that, rat wolf dog hounds. Yeah, they, they are the craziest, ugly puppies that I've ever <laughs> seen. Yeah, man. very very scary as a child, and like um, even one of the big critiques now, which is not really a, uh, you can't really critique the special effects now. You know, you're looking at it through a whole different lens, right? That's yeah. not fair. That's not fair. But uh, one of the critiques is like the because they did do a lot of practical, but they also, you know, did some other stuff. So, um, but I think those things are scary, man. I, <laughs> I still think the hounds held up, you know, pretty good. So even if you just put that costume on a big dog, 
that's scary, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like, yeah totally. I mean, I, I get it. You know, I get why people would say that now. And if you're trying to compare, yeah, you but, can. You know, seeing those things chase that midwife and the baby, yeah. like I was concerned. Yeah, not only know? that, but okay, so she, she makes a quick makeshift raft, puts a child on there, sends it downstream. Uh, and then they do a shot of the hounds basically eating her, attacking her, mm-hmm. killing her, you know? And that's like a terrifying terrifying scene it is although now you can catch that it's the stunt double yeah yeah getting eaten you know <laughs> but I, I didn't catch it before but it was terrifying but i'm like well that's a, that's that's not that little old lady yeah that might look six foot so then we cut to you know the um uh, the moses scene yeah 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 baby's going down and the raft is discovered by the two children of willow our protagonist uh and main character uh and real quick just a fun fact sorry to interrupt just a fun fact in the book um in the book it doesn't just float down and we're lucky that it that it ends up landing where willow is oh damn it's it's carried and guided by fairies by different animals because they're all aware of like why uh came into the world yeah so they're all kind of conspiring to help her so they kind of guide her somewhere that was uh that was over budget they didn't have the budget yeah. <laughs> for those extra effects. The children, you know, they call Willow to come and they're called uh, Nelwins, um, that community. The children are like, can we keep it like a puppy? Uh, and Willow's like, no, we don't want to, we don't want to deal with that nonsense. And well, fun so, fact is like, yeah. he's portraying, he's portraying a father, but I think Warwick Davis was only 17 in that role. Yeah, that's a, that's the other thing. He was like super, super young, a family of uh, children, two family of, you know, two kids and a wife, uh, a farmer. Um, we learned that there's like some, you know, he's in debt, a struggling farmer. Um, and they kind of, they kind of allude to him, like, you know, not, not being, um, I don't know, the most like welcome individual in their community, right? Uh, kind of taken as a joke. They end up discovering the baby, the mom finds it, and both the mom and the and the kids, you know, want to take care of it, want to keep them. It's also the day of the of festival for the village. So then they go to the festival. Um, hey, let's just, let's just yeah. say also like the mom, I think her name was Kaya. Yeah, Kaya. She's beautiful, man. Yeah. I remember seeing her and I was like, Willow, all right. <laughs> 17-year-old Willow. 17-year-old Willow. <laughs> and uh, so the, they're at the village, uh, and it's a festival. Willow, we see Willow performing some magic tricks. Not necessarily sorcery, perhaps, but more magic tricks. Um, and he's hoping that he gets selected as an apprentice um, to, like, the, the, the sorcerer in their community, and he feels like this is going to be his year. Um, and he doesn't end up getting uh, selected. And um, which is a cool little scene, right, where they go to where they kind of like he asks like the three people that are kind of like supposed to be in line, I guess, for the apprenticeship. It says all all the powers of the answers of the universe lie in one finger or so, something yeah. to that effect. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's that's, you know, that's philosophical and big. Yeah. And, uh, and, and he asked them know. which finger and to pick and they all pick a finger and they're all wrong. And nobody they're like no apprenticeship this year. Right. Uh, And then the hounds come to the village. Right. And attack the village in search of the child. Um, And that's where we get introduced to the to the warriors of the village. And they're able to fend off and kill uh, one of the hounds. And they realize that they're looking for 
the child and Willow realizes realizes that the child is home with his wife. Um, <laughs> so he gets concerned and he races home. Oh, wait, finds, wait, yeah. wait, 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 slow down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You got to honor like Von Carr. Yeah, the, the baddest warrior <laughs> in in the village, bro. And his hair, I know his hair is awesome, bro. And he just runs out, and like everybody's like everybody. He's like uh, Achilles, yeah. right? In Troy, he just runs out and he handles those wolf rats. And so we gotta just like we gotta Moment name that dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the greatest warrior of the Nelwyn. Which is interesting. We'll get to later. Um, so he 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 goes uh, home. And he's like, okay, we, I have to bring it to the council, right? I have to let them know we have this child because we're all in danger now. Um, and, and he goes to the council um, and uh, that's where they're, he's basically tasked with taking the child and returning the child um, to a, a daikini, uh, which are just like the top, the top people. In order to return him, he also wants some he asks if there's any volunteers to take them <clears throat> to go with them and also to lead the expedition. And by the so, way, George Lucas yeah. is really good at coming up with names for people and species, yeah. <laughs> right? The Daikini, the Nelwyn, yeah, uh, like, yeah. I yeah. just wanted to honor that too because, like, even in Star Wars, like, he just you know, you know, when he's pitching the idea, he has these names, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure it's it's uh it comes from somewhere somewhere and uh, well researched as well. Um, so they they put together a band right uh, to go on this quest, uh, which is composed of I can't remember his name, but he's he's kind of like the the owner of the I don't know if he's the owner like the landlord of the land. Burble cut. Yeah, <laughs> bro, I got it. I told you it's in my head. <laughs> such a great he, name too oh yeah he's like the tallest of them as well yeah right and he's yeah. just he's just uh angry and selfish and egotistical yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> i love that that scene too when he's like when they're deciding who the band the band is gonna yeah. be or or the fellowship yeah uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> and so at first it's like it's migosh who's willow's best friend yeah right and then verbal goes out like oh yeah that's a good choice yeah it's yeah migosh, you know and yeah. then they're like they're like vankar here he comes yeah. again right and then verbal goes like no not vankar he's like he's the best warrior in the village you gotta he do somebody to, to protect yeah. yeah you gotta do we gotta do somebody here and then the wizard gets tricky right the yeah. wizard and he looks at the bones and he's like he's like oh he's like we need it always need as a leader now for this like expedition and the yeah. bones point to you burble cut and that's yeah. like Bunkar. <laughs> that's a great scene bro that's so funny uh and and so the the fellowship if you will they they begin their quest they're basically like look first uh first daikini we see the stump the baby on them wash ourselves of this of this and just like go back, you know, let's go back and you know live our lives, whatever. Um, so they're traveling, and there's a little uh, cool montage, right, of them traveling, which again looks kind of like very uh, Redwood uh, Star Wars esque, right? Uh, um, they end up coming across on uh, in our introduction to a very young uh, Val Kilmore as Mad Mardigan, uh, who's trapped in a crow's cage, uh, and is just asking for some water. Uh, and of course, you know, they don't, they don't trust him at first. Some, some of them want to leave the, leave the child with him because it's the first one they see. 
Um, and then like, you know, Willow's a little, a little hesitant and like, you know, they're kind of not, not a hundred percent sure, a hundred percent sure if that's the right thing to do. Um, but then, uh, they just kind of like camp out there and they just leave, they're just like camping out with them. Uh, and, and then the next morning, um, they come across some soldiers, right. Uh, and then, and another character, Eric, who is an old friend or maybe not friend so much acquaintance of Mad Mardigan. Um, and, and, you know, he tells them, can you let me free? And he's like, you don't serve, you don't serve anybody but yourself. Um, and then Mark is like, give me a sword. I'll yeah. win this war for you. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's all passionate because he wants to get yeah. out of the cage. And yeah. Eric's like, like, nah. Yeah. Plus, would you free someone from a cage who's called Mad Mardigan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? And I have to say, man, it's a really great introduction. And Val Kilmer does a great job in this movie, uh, just playing this character. He ev- he eventually convinces them, let him free in exchange. And like, Wait, but the- there's that's uh, a scene. Yeah. You're skipping a little bit, bro. We're getting yeah. a little too ahead. <laughs> so there's that great scene where he's like instigating a fight between Burble Cut and willow yeah 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 where he's, he's like don't, to play don't let him talk to you like that purple cut and purple cut is like listen here runt right yeah. no, it's like if that's not the the you know the pot calling the kettle black you know <laughs> um but it was a great scene and then he's like they're like you know what whatever bro you want to stay you want to deal with this baby you do it and they so they leave, leave him. yeah so this is what i wanted to come back to was that like they very quickly <laughs> the warriors abandoned him very quickly under like we did our part or if you want to stay stay you know um we're out we're done you know um which i thought that was funny and migosh stays with him right his friend uh just to stay um and they end up you know freeing uh mad martigan he's like he gets he gives him uh he's giving him instructions to how to take care of uh of yeah. the baby and he's like He's like, there's, there's milk in here. It's like, you got milk in there? He's yeah. like, it's for the baby. He's like, I yeah. wouldn't steal milk from a baby. <laughs> uh, he's good, man. He's great, you know? He's so good in that, man. Yeah. And so they're <laughs> they're walking back home when they hear and they see uh, the baby has been stolen by... Brownies? Uh, by yeah, the brownies? by the brownies, but... Um, what is it like? Uh, it's like a hawk, or yeah, a, like a, a crow, like a falcon, something, yeah, something bigger. Well, that's also a, a great intro. One, uh, I'm not like I want to just point it out, George Lucas. You could have done better than brownies. Um, <laughs> come on, bro. Uh, but two, it's a it's a great introduction of them because because the the whatever the bird is, it's it's flying overhead, and the the brownies yelling. I stole the baby, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's such a great introduction because then Willow starts chasing him and you're like, there's no way Willow's going to catch up to like that bird, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't catch up to that bird. And, and then, but they, but they try and they run and then there's, then they're just ambushed by like, by the tribe of brownies and they're throwing these little toothpick at them. And eventually they, yeah, and they, they, uh, they tie them up and they knock them out. And and it's great because one of the brownies is uh, Kevin Pollack, a young Kevin Pollack, uh, which was pretty cool um, uh, to see this dude. The character actor has been so much stuff. Uh, He's the one that had the little rat head, right? The hat, the rat hat. I, think. I don't. I didn't. I didn't notice that was. I saw his name in the opening, and I didn't notice till the end when he took off his hat. 
Mm. Uh, they showed him without the without the hair. I was like, oh damn, that there he is. Um, he's he plays the character of, of rule rule rule. Oh rule. Yeah, <laughs> and they're they're kind of funny, dude. The two, the two, they're they they provide some comic relief and yeah, and, uh, they're pretty good uh, throughout the whole thing. But anyway, the the so the brownies end up capturing uh, capturing Willow and my gosh, the fairy uh, Chilindria. Uh, yeah, well, they're knocked uh, out, and then and then uh, there's that there's that. I remember this because I loved it when I was a kid. When they're knocked out, and then um, Rule says, "Hey, ugly, wake up!" <laughs> they're hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> they're so funny. Yeah. And then they get up, and then that's when Chilinda, Tr- Chilindria, Chilindria. That's when she's like, "Leave them alone and stop pestering them." <laughs> yeah, yeah. She lets her free, and she and she tells them uh, that the child, the baby, is Laura Dannon. Uh, the the princess to be of Tur Asling, uh, and she gives Willow a magic wand to find Finn Raziel, another sorceress, uh, to help them on their on their quest uh, to return Alora Dan to to Tur Asling. And at this point, Willow sends Migash home. He's like, "I got this. You don't need to come along any further." And he goes with the the two brownies to kind of continue this quest to return. Laura Dan, and from this point, they just refer to her as a Laura Dan, right? <laughs> they what a hard choice, man. Like, yeah, that's yeah. big. T- like, one, I was sad that Migosh left, you know? I guess he's really too- good, too. Yeah, he's really, he's really good. It would probably make too big of a comparison to, to Sam and Frodo, yeah, if he would have stood there. But I was yeah. sad that he left, and I was thinking, like, what a what a difficult decision to make. Like, you know, you're you know, your family, like, you're going not knowing what's going to happen, you have two young kids. But at yeah. the same time, it's like I'm doing this for my young kids because this kid is gonna stop like devastation. So it's yeah. just, it's it's deep it gets deep right there. It doesn't pay much attention to that. But I was yeah. like, man, that's a difficult choice. Interestingly, uh, bump back into Mad Mardigan, um, who is now dressed as a woman to <laughs> to hide from. Yeah, so they're in a pub, right? They're in a yeah, pub. Yeah. They go into the pub and everybody's all drinking and he's looking for shelter from the rain. Yeah, but they have that funny scene where Rule. You know where he falls into the beer. The beer, yeah. And he is all pedo. Yeah, he's walking around all pedo, and then, uh, then he gets hit by. Uh, what's the other one's name? It's Rule and the the other one's name uh, is also uh, Frangin. Frangin. So when he hits him with the dust of broken heart, that's the first yeah. time we get to see, you know, the foreshadowing of what's gonna happen. Right. right. And he hits him, and then he he falls in love with the cat, and he's like, oh, "Your eyes, yeah, your whiskers." <laughs> I must kiss you, and then it's such a funny scene, bro. Yeah. We can't skip over that scene because it's so good. And, and because the they also like have like the rat hats, they yeah, wear exactly. They wear, <laughs> they wear like those rat hats. Yeah, and then so then then uh, you know all the chaos starts going on, and Willow runs to find shelter in the room, and that's where he runs into Mad Bardigan, starting to dress up as as a, as a woman. Yeah, and we don't know why he has a dress on. He's putting like. You know, he's stuffing his his breast area, and and you know, and the woman's like, like um, she's rushing him too, and then we finally f- hear it and figure it out. It's like, oh, he's he's been riding dirty, you know, he's been over here, you know, <laughs> messing with someone's wife. Yeah, and then uh, and then he sees Willow, Sorsha, which is um the uh, queen's daughter, has been kind of also tasked with a with another like um. Uh, mercenary type of guy to come and find them, right? So then her and her their armies arrives uh, around the same time, and yeah, they come in and and uh, 
and Val Kilmer's covering his face and yeah, yeah, and they're hiding the baby and and she's like, let me see that baby, and then he pushes her. Yeah, and he's like, you're really strong for women, which <laughs> that line now wouldn't be too uh, socially acceptable. acceptable. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> but yeah, and then he and then she's like, you're no woman, and then she like unmasked him, and then and then Lug is like the big husband who's like this yeah. giant Viking dude. He's like, not a woman. And then, <laughs> it's so funny because and then Mel Kimber is like gentleman and he's like not a woman he's like meet Lug and he like dodges and yeah. then Lug just like knocks everybody out that's and then the that chasing happens which is really exciting and Willow jumps off that was like the biggest stunt like because because uh Mad Morgan takes the baby he gets that little cart that little uh that wagon and then you see Willow like running on like Mad Morgan and then and he's like <laughs> and he jumps off the second floor into the cart yeah. That was really exciting, bro. That was yeah. a huge stunt. There's that chase scene. They end up uh, escaping with the baby. It was a really cool, like, uh, uh, interchange where, like, Willow just kind of, I can't remember the line exactly, but, like, Willow just kind of assumes that, like, Mad Mardigan kind of, like, gave up the baby or didn't really try to, like, protect the baby. But he does give, like, a hint that they stole the baby from him, not because he, like, wasn't trying to take care of him, but just because whatever like oh he said he was peeing or something right you know no he didn't say it <clears throat> that's not he, he didn't say it. It. it was the brownies because they're making they fun peed? of him and they're like we stole you the baby from you while you were taking a pee pee oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> they said it so i'm like that's why it was a little confusing because like, oh, he like, never admits that yeah and then, then um willow's like following him and then and i think he says um he's like which way are you going and then the brownies are like you know, he's like, he's like, Rue, you, you are drunk. And when you were drunk, you forget that I am in charge, right? But Rue always knows the right way. Yeah. So he's like, that way. And then Mad Mardigan gets mad. He's like, oh, no, that's where I'm, I'm going. going. Yeah. <laughs> and then he lets them go. And then he says, he says, Mumbo, Jumbo, I am hungry. Find me some eggs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does care, but he's trying to be this tough guy, right? Uh, acting like he doesn't. Uh, but he ends up he ends up going with them to Terrasling. Terrasling? Terrasling? Terrasling. They're trying to find um, uh, Raziel. Uh, who, who oh, Finn, Re- Finn Raziel. Yeah, yes, right. who's been banished to island, right? So they're going in that direction. <clears throat> um, you know what I thought the coolest part was of yeah. that, though? I was always impressed with. I was like, because he was wearing that dress still when he ran. Yeah, yeah. And then scenes later, he makes them into pink pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I always thought it was the coolest thing. I was like, how did he do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Willow ends up going to go find Raziel, who has been turned into a possum by Beth Morda. He comes back um, and everyone, oh, the soldiers are there and they have Mad right. Mardigan tied up. Right. And and there's that scene where it looks where we think like Mad Mardigan told them, yeah, and they, they, they let us know that he didn't because they, yeah, one of them says, "See, I told you we'd find no without your help." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, and then they they capture them, and then they have Willow walking, tied, and I think Rule and the other one, I forget his name again. They <laughs> they they have to follow. Yeah, they have to try to save them. Sorsha kicks him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> kicks Mad Mardigan. It's a it's an important scene. Yeah, uh, where uh, he kicks her in the face, and then and then uh, they're walking, and at some point he's he's staring at her, and and she's like, "What are you staring at?" And he's like, "Your leg. I'd like to break it." 
<laughs> right? <laughs> and she's like, "That's gonna you're gonna find that hard slave with you down there and me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then they stop in this like snowy, snowy mountainous like area, and they make camp, uh, and they're locked up. And so he's in he's in a cage, and then rule and I feel bad. I don't I can't remember his name. The the other one. Oh, the um, the other one, the other brownie. Yeah, Fran, Frangine. And Frangine, and it's so close to my name too, Frangine. Um, <laughs> they they get there, and um, that Willow's practicing with the wand to to transform. Um, That's right, Rezel. And right. Uh, he does. He transforms Rezel from like a ferret to like a, a crow. Yeah, I believe. And then <laughs> there's that scene where he's like he's doing it, and then. Uh, and like Mad Morgan's kind of being pessimistic and he's like doubting it. And he's like, and she tells him, quiet. And he's like, he's like, what are you gonna look like anyway when this is done? And she's like, I am a beautiful young woman. And then Mad Morgan says, concentrate, Willow. <laughs> 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 and, and then they get there, a rule and and Frezine, and uh and they're trying to unlock the cage, the lock right. with with their uh, spear. And then Mad Mardigan gets frustrated, he's like, Give me that, you know, and he tries to do it, and, and then Rosine's like, "Take your hands off my spear, you, you stupid dumb daikini!" And then he hits yeah. him with the with the um with the dust of broken heart. Yeah, and then he gets mad. He, he gets mad. There's that funny scene in his face because he gets mad at first for getting hit in the face with it, and then yeah, and then he just like he has this like love drunk uh the expression. expression that comes on his yeah. face. Um, and then they unlock him and then like they're they're trying to escape um, and they have to get the baby and the baby's in Sorsha's uh, right. tent. And so so Willow's like, I'll go. And then Med Mardigan says, no, I have more experience with this. I'll go. You just be ready. And he walks into the tent and when he walks into the tent, he sees Sorsha for a second and turns towards the baby. And then he's just like wooed. He's completely wooed by the dust of broken heart. And he just turns and he's holding his heart. And he starts spouting poetry yeah. at her. Um, and he's just looking at her. And it's it's really creepy, but it's also really funny. Um, and then she wakes up. And, you know, she has like a spear. She sleeps with, I mean, sleeps with a dagger. And then he just keeps professing his love to her. Uh, and it's so dramatic because he's like, he's, he calls her my sun, my moon. My yeah. shining star. He's like, leave with, me. but he's just spouting it like Shakespeare. And he's like, leave with me, leave this place tonight. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then Willow like recognizes what's happening, and you know, and so he goes in and he and he snatches the baby, and they catch him, uh, and they bring him back into the tent when Torsha is falling for the love, and then she she yells because she sees that Willow has the baby, and she looks back at Med Mardigan, and she yells deceiver yeah <laughs> and then he gets the sword and he, he he cuts the the lodge pole in the middle everything falls and then they run out and then you know he's fighting people and then yeah. Willow sees that he's great you know he's like you are a great sword yeah <laughs> like it turns out you are you are yeah. you know how to fight <laughs> and then they jump on the shield when she says deceiver right so then we start this um relationship with with uh with Sorsha and Mad Martigan, but I forgot to mention, like there's a, a little foreshadowing early on when the um, the queen's like um, council, or I don't know if he's like another <clears throat> wizard or something. He he says that like I foresee your daughter uh, betrayed. One day she will betray you, yeah. And, and she's like, I trust her more than I trust you, right? So there's like a little a little foreshadowing there. 
Um, and, and I think that they kind of, they do actually a pretty good job, right? Between the relationship of, of the daughter, uh, Sorsha and Mad Morgan, as, as silly as it might come off, right? Like I, I, there's like this idea that like, this is the first time that she probably has heard anybody um, express love to her, not even like from her own mom, right? Because mm -hmm. throughout this process, while she's, while she's telling Sorsha to, to go after it, she's also kind of putting her down <laughs> throughout the time, right? Like, like you can't, can't you do anything right? Or can't you, you know, like you can't do anything. And, and even she sends the other warrior and she's like, I, ha I can handle this. And she's like, no, you can't. So they just kind of build on that tension, right? To like kind of drive that, that spike toward her um, essentially turn, turning against her and, and doing the, ultimately doing the right thing, right? So anyways, back to the, to the cool sledding scene, right? Um, they just remember they're hiding in that little hut. It, real quick, he's like, because he's he Eric's kind of still putting him down and he tells Willow like, you know, he serves no one and nothing. And then and then he turns to Eric. He just turns to Willow and he turns to Eric and he's like, I serve the Nelwyn, Eric. Yeah. Um, and then he says, you want to come with us? <laughs> he says, <Yeah. laughs> and uh, and then, you know, they don't go, but they they cause a distraction and they're able to like run away um, and they're being pursued by Sorsha. And then, oh, no, he, no, that's wrong. He, yeah, because actually, they come down. They've captured her. Yeah. Yeah. They, she walks down and Mad Martin captures her and then uh, and they use her sort of to get away. Right. And as they're writing, you know, they're, they're having that funny conversation where, where she's like, uh, you know, you know, I tell you, you know, you loved me or she's like, you know, what happened to to the thousand deaths? <clears throat> yeah. My, my son, my moon, my shiny star. And, he, yeah. and he's like, he's like, well, he's like, I did mean it. And she's like, what happened? Like, what happened? He's like, it went away. <laughs> <laughs> it went away. It was a Han Solo move, bro. Yeah. And, and he was like, and he, she was like, and that pissed her off, bro. Like, went away. <laughs> and that's when she like, she like elbowed him and then, you know, started running and then he chased her. He was chasing her. You're like, yeah, this dude loves her, bro. Yeah. Um, but you know, he was, he was just playing Han Solo. Yeah. And, uh, so get your hair out my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I'll cut it off. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then she, you know, then they see the, the soldiers, you know, approaching. And then there's that moment when they look at each other, right? Like, like Romeo and Juliet, like we're from yeah. two different families. And, but then, uh, he, you know, he made his commitment to, uh, to Willow. And so they keep yeah. riding to Tiraslin and, um, and they get there and everybody's like amber everybody's like han look at so many han references but they're like han and the carbonite bro like, damn i didn't even make that connection you're right yeah that's true they're like stuck in the rock yeah right? yeah which is kind of creepy but that's a good yeah that's a good that was well, incredibly creepy when they get there and it's just silent and everything's like every yeah, yeah like amber i think it looks like amber um yeah. but it's, but and then but then you see like like creatures crawling on the walls that they don't see. And you're like, Ooh, this is going to get scary. Yes. The trolls. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So they're there and, and, and Mad Mardigan's frustrated because he's like, where's the army? You said there yeah. would be an army of Tyrus. He's like, Oh, everything will be okay. Once we get to Tyrus. And he starts mocking him and Willow's just confused. And so he, then he continues to like, try to, to transform Finn Rizal. And ends up making her a goat. He turns her from a like, crow to a goat. And then Mad Mardigan's just like strategy. He's like, "What can I do now? Like, what, you know, what do we got?" And he yep. finds the armory and that really cool, uh, the really cool armor. 
And then he just starts setting stuff up. He starts getting ready for like siege. Yeah. He starts home alone in the castle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the army, the army starts to arrive, right? With Sorsha um, and that other dude with the cool mask, uh, with the cool skull mask, <clears throat> his name. And yeah, so he's scary, bro. He's yeah, scary. right. With yeah. or without the mask, he was scary. <laughs> While this is happening, uh, Willow co- does come in contact with that troll uh, and ends up, you know, casting that spell and the troll falls into the moat, right, around the castle. And you think, uh, which that was kind of a, a creepy scene with that troll, right, yeah. uh, um, that turns into kind of like a brain and all that stuff. And then Yeah, it falls it's in- weird because his skin just like tears off and he turns yeah. into like this the seed pod right you know thing and then uh, it looks like a brain that's a good call yeah and 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 you think like so it falls into the mall and it's like bubbling so you think that like that's it right um but while the while the the army is trying to like they like cut off a tree to like make a, a batarang uh a, a, a batarang a bat- batarang <laughs> is a little different i don't think you can do that with a tree <laughs> about a ram to ram the door open it's another cool scene with Val Kilmer Mad Martigan when when he's like he has a sword and he's doing all the tricks and all the, the soldiers run in but then from behind him rises like the two-headed dragon <laughs> over the trail and they get all scared right a classic trope and then he's like ah he's all confident he's yeah, like, yeah. yeah he's like that's right I'm Mad Martigan yeah uh but it, it but it's the the dragon <laughs> two-headed dragon there's a whole lot of fight scenes everybody's getting people are getting eaten by the two-headed dragon that dragon is, is funny too because there's that scene too where mad martigan um he runs out with the other soldiers and they're like all together um and then they start like looking at each other yeah. and they're like, <laughs> and then he like runs back in <laughs> they start chasing him yeah uh very very cartoony right yeah. Also, very. You were right. Like very Home Alone, yeah. You know, like because then he starts running to his traps and and they work. Yeah. And you're like, mm, you're like, yeah, it's a fantasy movie because like there's yeah, because like, it's like three against like a hundred. <laughs> yeah. It's really just him against us. Yeah, yeah. Because Willow doesn't really not doing much. Yeah, uh-huh. and that and the goat can only hit you once before you chop it. You yeah. Know? Like, <clears throat> but it's always him. And he's running around through all these holes and using uh, what are they called crossbows and yeah. And it's funny because there's <laughs> there's that scene. It's like this. It's a funny scene because he 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 gets on the the um what's that called the um catapult. Yeah. You know to get to Willow and then he he fights that thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, the troll, <laughs> but then. He's like he takes like a like a deep breath, like a, and then he he, he jumps for the dragon. Yeah, and I'm like, why are you killing the dragon? This is the only thing that's keeping them from killing you. Um, yeah, but he then he, but I guess you have to you know fight a dragon. And this is where this is where like uh, Sorsha uh, kind of falls for him, right? Or 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 she's been falling for him potentially, but when yeah. she sees like his. I guess his heroics and like fearlessness and going to kill the dragon because he then gets knocked off and that's where she like picks him up and and like starts to kiss him um and essentially like defects right from her family and the army and and joins them in in um in trying to fight them off and Um, all he had to do was kill a dragon to get her love you know (laughs) too much not much to ask at all not much at all i mean you know (laughs) You have to have standards. The army is able to 
capture the Lord Dan, the baby, um, and and they take the baby back to the queen. Um, Willow's all upset, right? He tried his best, but he couldn't he couldn't do it. So then they you know they gather themselves, and he's yeah, like, he has that real cool scene because he's crying. Yeah, he's like, they took her, and then and then Mad, Mad Martigan, man, he just transforms. He's like, Willow, can you ride? Yeah. Oh, that is a good one. He's like, let's ride, you know? And I was like, yeah. you get all choked up because I'm all yeah. like, I'm just saying that right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got all choked up. But yeah. It's like cool scene where it's like, okay, like it happened. Let's fix it. You know, let's let's find a solution. Yeah. They ride to the castle, right? Um, which is another cool uh, another cool scene too because then Eric. Eric's, Eric's, uh, Eric and crew uh, end up showing up, right? The army, small army behind them. Um, once they once they arrive to the castle to to support, but it's cool because okay, so then we're gonna go into probably the, the scariest. scariest. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's equal. This scene was equal to Pinocchio's donkey transformation oh, of the dude. kids, bro. <laughs> this is this is that scary, right? That the scene where where um, where she she comes to the what is that called? The top of the castle. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The outlook, whatever it's called, and she's looking down, and she's just looking at him with no yeah. fear. The other sorcerer, Raziel, tells Willow to like cast a spell to protect us because she. Yeah, knows. she's like she she sees what's happening. She's like, let's, Willow, let's go now. Yeah, like, get in here and and yeah, she she has him do the 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 chant of protection or whatever. Yeah, most terrifying, right? Is the the when the queen she comes out, right? The Willow's casted the spell to protect him and the sorceress uh but then she calls them pigs and she just starts turning turning them into pigs and the the transformation of Valkyrie into a pig oh um, my god it's, it's, it's terrifying because <laughs> it hits him right in the stomach first and he's like yeah. oh and then you know it was good i mean I, I would hold it. I wouldn't hold it up there to the same thing because there's that transformation American Werewolf in London, which is just legendary. Yeah. So it's not that good, but I think it had the same sort of effect on me. Yeah, where it was like, oh, he's just he got a snout and tusk now. <laughs> yeah, she also, you know, she starts to transform everybody else too. You know what was cool about that scene too is that she's like, she's like, you're not warriors. She's like, you're pigs, right? And that's when it happens to. To Val Cameron, and then she's like, "You're all pigs," and she starts throwing her hands out, like casting stuff. But when she's doing it, they have a like a, a oinking sound. Yeah, right. Like it's mixed with like his magic. I was like, "Ooh, that's so, even that's really scary." <laughs> um, and then everyone's getting hurt except for Sorsha, which you're imagining while well, it's her daughter. She probably has like a protective spell over her, right? But then she's like, "Mother, <laughs> no." And then she just looks at her like all brokenhearted, and then she just like throws it. Here you go, daughter. You too. Damn, hardcore. And then they uh, all turn into to, to pigs. And while so, then while that's happening, you know, Willow, who who's throughout the whole movie has not had success with his uh, uh, transformation spell. It's like it's now or never. You know, everybody's been turned to pigs. They have the baby. Um, you have to get Raziel back to human form so that she could, you know, come and and do her thing. Um, and he's able to do it. And you know, we see um, Raziel in human form, perhaps much older than we thought, right? Uh, and they even say the line like, "Man, hasn't been hasn't been that long." 
Um, she was trapped on that island for, right. for a minute. But I like. Uh, I also like that she doesn't dwell on it too long. Yeah. You know, she's yeah. like, wow. And then she's looking at herself. Has it been that long? And then she just like makes a decision. Like, well, this is what it is. Yeah. You know, come on, Willow. Let's like, you know, bring them in. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And she's able to um, tr uh, transform the army back, right? Uh, and Willow has a plan to go into the castle by saying, like, you know, have you all ever dealt with gophers? <laughs> yeah, right. it was his. It was, it was his experience as a farmer. Right. That made him, but it's a dumb line. <laughs> it's a dumb line, bro. When, when he says, you know, at home you have gophers, and then Mar Mad Mardigan, <laughs> Mad Mardigan says, Willow, this is war, not agriculture. <laughs> Duh, Mad Mardigan. Like, that's the dumbest line. Like, Willow's aware of this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he just helped you turn back from a pig he knows what's at stake yeah. like it was just such a dumb line bro <laughs> and and then also eric is also like hesitant right he's like i don't know this is gonna work um but you know we cut to uh we transition to early morning willow and um Raphael, you know they come come to the front and and tell them to su surrender which is uh, a cool scene bro that scene is very is, cool, I, yeah. I wish they would have had better uh cinematography for that scene because just them standing alone in like the wasteland like in front of mm -hmm. the castle it seems like it could have been uh, i mean it was great but it seems like it, it could if they would have paid like a little bit more time with it and attention it could have been like epic yeah yeah i agree because you have the contrast of like raziel right uh, an older now and human sorceress mm -hmm. uh with like willow uh, standing there with the with the staff, uh, essentially like they're gonna take down this powerful queen and her castle and everybody. Mm -hmm. right? um, yeah, really really cool. Um, and so they're like, you know, kill them. They release the small group of of soldiers uh, out the castle, uh, and that's when we that's when we see willow's little trick <laughs> that's when she whispers patience willow yeah and, he, yeah and he whispers to himself courage willow yeah <laughs> and uh and as they get close the soldiers they pop out from the holes in the uh in the ground right and that was like the plan uh and then the other soldiers they they attack they retreat uh and they're able to to get into the um make their way into the castle basically right because they sent out like four people or like maybe maybe like a handful of soldiers to take down Raphael and 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 willow and a cool what one of the cool parts uh is when the the brownies they like pop out of the helmet mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're like <laughs> it's funny though when they turned into pigs too they got bigger yeah like i thought they were gonna be little miniature pigs yeah but they were like they were like little piglets yeah um, but yeah that was a great scene where they jump out of the helmet and they're like <laughs> and they really believe they're intimidating which is the greatest yeah. part <laughs> yeah they're like yeah always confident right never never backing down from a fight um so while while they're entering the the castle and fighting um you know the queen is performing her her spell on the baby which i have to say man throughout the whole movie i was really impressed by like all the all the poor kid, man. I'm curious where that baby is now. Just all the crying that they're able to get wrapped in like the thing and like traumatizing this kid for all these shots, you know? 
they got some really good facial facial reactions and expressions. Um, so while they're in there, they're they're battling the so you know their two armies are battling. Raziel ends up um, going with Willow and Sorsha to to make it to like the queen's uh, the queen's quarters for like this. You know what they they've been building up as kind of like a like an epic showdown between the two uh, sorceresses, right? And, and and we've we're led to believe that Raziel has the power to defeat her, you know, um, and and Willow still kind of like trying to find his his courage, right? Like by that line uh, a little earlier, because now he's like face to face with the most powerful sorceress in all the land that's trying to like you know just conquer and destroy everything. Um, so then we get into some cool uh, confrontations and and they, I, within this process of that spell, um, the queen is also kind of like aging, right? Uh, and they're making them look a little a little older. And Sorsha is also fighting, fighting off the soldiers and like mm -hmm. the, and like the close council of the, of the queen. There's a cool part where the queen is like, she like lifts her up and like, basically gonna kill her daughter, mm -hmm. right? Like smash her, spike her in the face. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the, uh, brutally. Like not the wall murder. of spikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she just randomly has a wall of spikes in her, yeah. in, in, in her room. <laughs> not the wall of spikes. Um, but luckily, Raziel is able to, you know, catch her midair and like bring her down uh and and protect her she's like razel you're no match for me and she's like where i have um Chalindria's one one and so there's a, a cool little like um interaction where um the queen turns razel into like a ball of fire and then razel turns the queen into like ice so there's like fire and ice the queen like freezes and then she she turns into like um like a block of ice but then she's able to break out and then she like fires back this big old rock falls on yeah, and they're, they're slugging it out bro this is like ufc like you know at some points they start punching each other yeah fit <laughs> you, know, you know i mean i think bav morda realizes that she is more powerful or at least equally as powerful because of the wand yeah uh so she starts going for the wand and yeah and then they're just like karate chopping and yeah you know, and then they there's there's that funny scene where Roselle spins her in the air. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, da 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 da. Yeah, da, yeah. da. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's a magic spell. Yeah, I was da, like, da, come da, on, da, guys. Da, da. <laughs> better than that. But then they had the Star Wars Luke lightsaber, you know, where she was like on the floor because of the rock and she mm. like holds out her hand and she uses the force to to bring the one into yeah. your head <laughs> and then she, she has the force yeah is, is then, willow fighting the the spider ashtray at this time no 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 not yet he's still okay. he's still like uh he's still not doing nothing. <laughs> he's not doing anything he's just watching uh in disbelief and when they're distracted with the fighting he runs in to grab um yeah but then the the wand in the fight gets zapped I mean, the ashtray, the spider ashtray yeah, yeah. Gets zapped. Why he was running in, yeah, that's, yeah. And that and then, was like, Willow can't catch a break, man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of <clears throat> odd that the ashtray becomes like the spider thing, but, you know, I get it. I know, and it doesn't even have a mouth. I'm like, Willow, you're just going to tip it over. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Just give Come it on, a, man. Just give it a solid <laughs> kick, 
It's top heavy. It's yeah. not gonna get back up. <laughs> it's like a candy apple. Yeah. Um, at, yeah. At, at the same time, while this is happening, that we are, we're also cutting to the battle outside, and where where Eric is is fighting the that main the main dude with the skull uh, helmet and ends up um, getting killed, right? Um, and and there's a, a little exchange between Eric and. Um, Man, Martigan, and he's like, "Win this war for me." His last words, and then he, and then he, and then he dies. And then uh, cue the song, "You're the best." Yeah. <laughs> and then Man Martigan gets that look in his eye, and he goes straight yep. for him. Yep. Yeah. And they go, and they go one on one with this. Uh, he takes with... his glove sword too, right? He takes Eric's glove sword. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. He has that weird like shield sword spike thing. Yeah, and he does a cool. Um, he does a cool swing that like he's going for the it seems like he's going for the face or the neck, but then it, it hits his his skull and it like breaks the jaw of the skull. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't kill him, he just keeps going, right? And then you're like, come on, dude, haven't you watched any movies before? Like you have to kill him, make sure he's dead. Yeah, um, that was that was kinda was Yeah. Kinda... And so he's going up the stairs and then he catches up to him and they're fighting again. It's the uh, double and... tap rule, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the double tap, you gotta you gotta make sure. Yeah, and then intercutting with like uh, Willow fighting the ashtray, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Van Martigan's having the fight of his life, and Willow's you know up against the ashtray. They go back and forth. Van Martigan ultimately ends up uh, killing that one dude. As well, and the Queen are like fist fighting. You know, yeah, they're so like, good. They're, it's the know, best fight in the whole yeah. movie. Yeah, she's like they're like fist fighting, they're like choking each other out. It's really dramatic, but it feels like the queen like choked her out, like or killed her, right? And then you see this yeah, is where she, we she I know it, it was like the queen barely put her hands on her neck for like three <laughs> seconds, and then she was like, uh. Yeah, <laughs> she, like, she passed out. So then Willow tries to uh run away with, with the baby. Um, Which we know is uh, her name is now Alora Denon, right? Alora Denon, and she's like, "Who are you?" And and he's like, "I'm I'm Willow. I'm a great sorcerer, greater than Asriel." Fun fact, real quick. Sorry, I didn't interrupt. But it's great uh, that in Reservation Dogs, Uh one of the characters is named Alora Denon. Oh, I didn't I didn't pick that up. Yeah, it's when it's it's the it's the I think the young woman that leaves the the love interest. I think she's oh, that's awesome! Dude. Yeah, she, <laughs> it was Laura Dannon because of Willow. So anyway, uh, <laughs> back to it. So we're so he gets the the acorn, um, magic acorn that turns anything it touches to rock, which we've been waiting for him to use the whole uh, throughout the whole film, right? And then he he throws it at the queen. The queen catches it. Hand and her arm begins to turn to stone, uh, but then she places her other hand on it, and then she's able to stop that. I love that scene so much for some reason, even though like she, if she's winning in that scene, it yeah. satisfies me to see her turn her, her stone arm back and she just like wiggles it and like dust or like sand yeah. falls out. I don't know why I love that scene so much. No, it's, it's cool. Just... And it shows like her, how strong of a sorcerer she is, you know? Yeah. Right. She even says so she mocks him. She's like, is this the extent of your power? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. And so then he's like, oh shit. So then he <laughs> he runs. He tries to flee, and then this is where she tells him, "You're not gonna win. You can't win. You can't defeat me. Put the baby back on the, 
on the altar or whatever. Yeah, she doesn't even like he's no threat. So she's just like, put it back in the altar and she starts preparing again. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She turns like, her back to Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he that's what he's like. He gets the idea and he I, I like her response. He's like, You he's like, No, you stupid hag. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's she's like, Whoa, where did this come from? She's like, bro? bro, do you have to be do we have to take it there? Does it do have, have to be to a go- hag? Do I have to be <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to resort to name calling? Peck. Yeah, and then he's just like he's just selling it. He's like, I, you know, I'm more powerful than Finn Rizal, more powerful than you know you even, you know, I'm the most powerful. So she's just mocking and laughing, and then he does. He just goes back to the the trick that he did at the um at the festival earlier, yeah. which I don't think we we mentioned by name, but like right. his disappearing pig trick. Right. So he's just like he's like saying he's just making up some stuff, like some words to say, and then he. He uh he's holding it and then he's like he gives that scene where he's like goodbye Alora right he just sells it the whole time yeah and then he's like Mazel sale or something, whatever he says and then and then the, the it, she disappears but but I love that 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 Bamorda gasps yeah <laughs> so she's like, oh! <laughs> she gasps at his magic right he's probably his best his most famous moment as a as a magician because right. he's never had a gasp like that yeah you know and then she's like that's impossible yeah. and then she like lifts the wand and then the lightning just comes out of nowhere well she spills like she spills oh, like right. that, right. that that potion stuff and then which was kind of like before that Rathel does an undertaker where she just gets up, she just like sits up, you know. She, <laughs> Does she? Yeah, and that's where like you're like, oh dude, I thought she was dead, but she like gets up, right? <laughs> she's like seeing what's going going on, and oh, and, and, then yeah. <laughs> and so then um, the queen spills the spills the secret sauce, and then and then <laughs> lifts up the wand, and then the lightning comes. And strike. So you're like kind of kind of confusing. Like, what's going on here? Was that meant for the the child? You know, what's what's happening, right? Yeah, I wondered. I also sometimes wonder, like, was it the child that made it happen, or was it just because that that liquid was supposed to like ignite the ritual? Yeah, I you think know? it was supposed to. Yeah, that go more toward the ritual, and so like her being like done in by her own by her own hands, basically. You know. Um, and then she just turns into like this, like red, like waving stuff starts disappearing as she's happening. Also, Sorsha wakes up. Um, well, that's that cool scene too, because like the lightning's still going and it shows her skull. Yeah, like it, it flashes and then she turns into the vapors, right? Yeah. The red, the red vapors. Yeah, and you know what? It, it was a pretty cool effect you know obviously we know it's a lot it was like the 80s dude come on you know i felt like at the time it was probably pretty cool um, i was convinced yeah visual effect. <laughs> i was convinced that she was turning into vapor and and getting sucked into another yeah. that's what i was assuming getting sucked into another um realm realm yeah which is cool because she's still alive and still a threat in some other realm right mm, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so you could have made sequels um yeah and then Raziel is up and has like the weirdest kind of like like almost like she was scratched like three like by some claws because she mm. has the blood coming down on like four lines on her forehead and she's like willow where's the baby where's uh and then he's like willow the baby yeah <laughs> and he's like don't worry yeah <laughs> my disappearing <laughs> and everybody gives him that that full yeah, house oh, look. Willow. Yeah. 
<laughs> that Full House <laughs> look at the end of the episode. Oh, oh, you. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We fast forward. Fast forward. Willow, of course, save the day. Yeah, that, that totally. It could have totally. Well, Mad Mardigan ended up killing that other guy, too. We forgot to say that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he goes back and kills him. It could have then... totally ended on like a circle wipe. You know, yeah, like, like Willow's face. Um, but then we <laughs> we we, uh, we cut to they're they're uh, they're at some castle. I think it's the same castle, right? All of a sudden, it looks or is it Tiraslin? I felt it was uh, Tiraslin, uh, and cleaned up with the banners. Everybody's out of the stones, you know. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, we see um, they they give uh, they give Willow a book of magic, right? Um, Raziel, and then we see a beautiful Sorsha uh, and Mad Mardigan with their baby. <laughs> Mad Mardigan's dressed so funny in that scene, bro. He looks like a like a Muppet, like a Prince Valium <laughs> Muppet. It's the funniest costume. And then Ho- Willow has that cool little short horse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the brownies are like, Willow the Sorcerer. <laughs> that's when he takes off his, his uh, Rule takes off his rat hat. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Franzi- Franzine, he looks at him like, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, what happened to your hair? Willow uh, kisses the baby. Valkumer lifts him up and puts him on the horse. Extends a good old-fashioned handshake before, you know, bidding him farewell and, and slapping the horse to, to ride off. Everybody, uh, you know, waves him off. The baby waves him off. Everybody's cheering. We, we, we pan up and we see the, the castle with the banners and everything. Um, and then we cut to Willow's village, riding home. Everybody's like, Willow, Willow, Willow's back. Uh, they're all excited. He sees his, uh, his friend, Megash, and, and everybody. Uh, he sees the, the wizard of the village, the sorcerer, right? And he gets, uh, he gets an apple, and he throws it in the air, and it turns into a bird and flies away. And he poops on, <laughs> on verbal cut. <laughs> Gets him right in the face with his mouth open. I know, bro. <laughs> right with his mouth open. He's never gonna recover. That's... Yeah, not not gonna not not a good fit there. Um, and then he, um, you know, uh, he sees Kaya, right? Uh, and they run and 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 embrace, and just everybody's happy. The whole town's happy. Willow has saved the day. You know, he's a hero, and that's it. That's the that's the film, man. All the way through. That's it. Yeah, I know. It was. I loved it, man. I loved it from beginning to end. And I always wish that they would, you know, make a sequel. I know there was rumors for years. Val Kimmer would, you know, let out rumors. There was a book series. Uh, it was Shadow Moon, Shadow Dawn, and Shadow Star, which was like the continuation of Laura Dannon's adventure. Uh, oh, really cool. cool. That was written by Chris Claremont. You know, comic book Chris. Chris Claremont, X-Men, Chris Claremont, and George Lucas. Um, yeah, it was really cool. But but yeah, I was, I was sad about it. I'm sort of excited about the new series coming out, and I hope they handle it like with a lot of love. But yeah, I, I, I loved it from beginning to end. Great film. Great on the, on the rewatch. Good film, taking us back to 1988. Um, so we'll see what's next. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for spending some time and and dubbing back. To some and don't be classics. calling people, you know, don't be calling people pecs out there, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, have some respect. <laughs>